So today's talk is The Heart Knows. And we're in the month of May, and the theme for the month is listen to your heart. So listen to your heart because your heart knows. And I love that quote that Reverend Sam used before the meditation, which said, uh, Rumi said, your heart knows the way, run in that direction. And I think that's a lovely quote, you know, because we know the heart knows, don't we? We absolutely know we know the heart knows the way. It knows us. It knows our innermost desires. Now, Ernest Holmes in Know Yourself said this. He said, the insistent and universal desire for self-expression is the divine urge within us. Even God itself tapping at the walls of our heart, urging us on to fuller life. Right? Isn't that lovely? Think about it. You know, we're always speaking from the heart really, um, there's, there's so many idioms that we use about the heart. Think of how many you can think of, right? Um, the guy's got a big heart. Um, there's a guy, there's a, there's a man after my own heart, right? Or she has a heart of stone. Well, the heart of the matter is, um, hmm, oh, I bear my heart. Oh, you bleeding heart, right? Oh, that breaks my heart. He stole my heart. How many can you think of? She's close to my heart. <gasps> Cross my heart and hope to die, right? How many times you did that when you were little? Oh, I didn't have the heart to tell him. It does my heart good. Yeah, well, you can just eat your heart out. <laughs> Think about it. There's tons of them. Oh, whew, this is not for the faint of heart. Follow your heart. It gladdens my heart. It hardens my heart. Oh, I have my heart set on... I have your best interests at heart, right? Think, think about, think of some your, yourself, right? Oh, my heart goes out to, oh, his heart is all in the right place. My heart's desire, my heart skipped a beat. Um, oh, I come to you with a heavy heart. From the bottom of my heart, in my heart of hearts, I want, oh, don't lose heart. We have affairs of the heart. <gasps> oh, that melts my heart. That nearly gave me a heart attack. My heart's just not in it. My heart leapt. My heart sank out of the goodness of my heart. Did I say that one again? I don't remember if I even said it again. Oh, I'm just pouring my heart out here. <laughs> but you got to put your whole heart into it. Oh, I'm sick at heart. It strikes fear into my heart. Take heart. Don't take it to heart. <laughs> we have tons of them, right? I can do this to my heart's content. <laughs> she wears her heart on her sleeve. He's just young at heart. And the ever popular that warms the cockles of my heart. And I don't even know where my cockles of my heart are. But apparently they get warm, okay? <laughs> Look, apparently our hearts know it all. Our hearts are just a bunch of know-it-alls. That's all there is to it. There is a lot going on in there. And that is a large group of idioms for one bodily organ, isn't it? <laughs> it absolutely is. So it's clear that we, we have a love affair with the heart. <laughs> I, see what I did there? <laughs> anyway, we have to believe that the heart has its own intelligence, right? I mean, we refer to it so much. Oh my gosh. You know, that th there, there is a wisdom to be gained by allowing the heart 
to guide the head, you know? Or perhaps there is a wisdom of the heart that knows, um, there is some wisdom that the heart knows that maybe the head's not privy to. Well, you have to think about that. You know, sort of like a gut instinct, right? But that's another organ and that's another talk entirely, so we're not even going to go there today. Let's just stick with the heart. We are vibrational energy, right? That's really what we are. We are actually the energy of potential. So it's no surprise to anyone that we are forever sending and receiving. We are sending and receiving. We are absolutely energy, right? Even our matter is energy. Sending and receiving information all the time that attracts or repels conditions into our life. Much of that sending and receiving may go on below the level of our awareness. And I would say maybe much of it goes on below the level of our awareness. Our intuition, though, is always sending us signals. And we hardly ever listen because <laughs> we're so busy with the noisiness of everyday life. That noisy mind that keeps chattering up the airways with our to-do lists and our fear thoughts and our intention setting and our regrets of the past and our hopes for the future and all of the rest of the stuff that's going on in our mind, blah, 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 blah. Our intuition can't compete with the noise level in our heads. So we just can't hear it. But it is forever sending us signals. It is forever, you know? It, just because we can't hear it doesn't mean it isn't always sending us signals, you know? You know when you have those conversations with someone and said, you know, I had a funny feeling about whatever, whatever, right? That's your intuition, you know? You know, something about that just didn't feel right. That's your intuition. Or the hair on the back of my neck stood up. That's intuition, right? Or, or you know, I, I just had a hunch. That's intuition. All of those things are the still small voice of intuition speaking to us. And it speaks to us on a daily basis, guiding and directing us toward our good and away from what we don't want. And when we listen, when we allow ourselves to be guided and directed by our heart, by our love, by our highest and best within us, the creative spirit within, that is where the intuition comes from, right? It comes from there. When we ignore it, well, we're on our own, <laughs> right? Our, our, our individual use of universal intelligent mind is what we rely on. You know, and I think it was, you know, and then, and then really we're on our own because <laughs> we're ignoring our intuition. And I think it was Will Rogers, might have, been, might have been Mark Twain, but I think it was Will Rogers that said, good decisions come from experience and much of experience comes from making bad decisions. <laughs> and usually that's the way it is, right? We ignore our, our intuition, we run full gallop into something and we regret it later. When we allow the intellect to be filtered through the ego and then give direction to the self, the small self, with no input from the heart, we're proceeding with only half the story. We only have half the information. And, and we can run astray just as easily by um, 
proceeding with all heart and no head, right? And no, and no intellectual information. Ernest Holmes at a, an Asilomar gave a talk in 1956, and he said this. He said, there is an integrity beyond ours. There is an imagination beyond ours. There is a feeling deeper than ours, and yet we are akin to it. Who listens closely to his own soul shall hear a song no other person can sing. Who listens to the harmony of his own being, although he be in the desert or on the mountaintop, alone shall compose a symphony which no human instrument had to be attuned to and can play it only in wonder and in reverence and awe on the heart strings of his own heart, his own mind, in his own soul, for he is that instrument. And that is true for us. You see, uh, intuition, intuition is perceived by our mind, but it emanates from the heart. It is the heart speaking to us, that innermost us, right? The innermost God, you know, Ernest Holmes said, right, the, the outermost God and the innermost God are one God, right? So that innermost God that is the highest self within us, that is the creative intelligence itself it, it, that, is, that is nestled within, right? Whitman said it, that seed of perfection that is nestled within us. Yeah, that's it, right? And there is a great visual um, of this whole process of, of heart and intuition and mind and action and emotion. And the, and the process was, uh, the visual was created by the ministers, uh, Marsha Sutton and Lloyd Strom. And, I, and you know, if you, uh, they created a, a, a diagram called the coach to everywhere. And if you took the principles of financial freedom, you will recognize this. It's called the coach to everywhere. And the diagram clearly represents the interaction between universal mind, intelligence, intuition, our personalized use of universal intelligence, imagination, emotion, thoughts of error, temptation, and guidance. And it's all there in that one visual, in that one diagram. The whole divine creative process going on through us as we make our way through life, right? We make decisions getting either closer or farther away from our goals and our desires, our dreams and our hopes. And in the drawing that they did, in that, in that illustration of the, the you know, coach everywhere, the coach, it looks very much like Cinderella's coach, doesn't it? But the coach represents the body, the physical body, our body. The physical body we're issued at birth and we use as the vehicle to get around in our own lives. And within the coach is pure spirit. He's the little dude in the, in the front seat there. And he is the one who is our innermost guide, the highest self. This is that seed of perfection that is nestled within us. And this divinity within us seeks outlet through us, communicating with us in the only manner it can, intuition, which you can see is the lightning bolt right? That little lightning bolt from, from the innermost to the driver. Well, Ernest Holmes said this in Living the Science of Mind. He said, the real creative 
power of mind is deeper than the intellect. It passes into the realm of feeling and acceptance. Yet it is the intellect or the self-conscious facilities, faculties, I'm sorry, faculties that must speak the word in order that the obstruction may be cleared away. We could no bet we could coin no better expression than to say that God speaks to the heart through a language of feeling, a feeling which is affirmative. So Ernest Holmes spoke those words years and years before this Coach to Everywhere was created, but you can see how it clearly illustrates that. Intuition emanates from the heart. It is perceived and interpreted by our mind, our own personal use of universal intelligence. The driver of the coach, that little guy up there that's holding the reins. If our mind is not open and available to this still small voice, it heads out on its own without the benefit of inspired direction. If our mind is not open and receptive to that still small voice, it may be listening to the false voice, to the voice of error. You notice him? He's the little backseat driver. He's the little guy in the back whispering to us words of the world human race consciousness, the fears, the anxieties, the doubts of the world. And when the mind is in harmony with that lightning bolt of intuition, it can plan and carry out with cooperation of the will, the emotion, and the imagination all in balance. And you can see in that diagram that that's exactly what's happening. When the, when the driver is taking inspiration from intuition, then it's holding the reins of imagination and guiding the horse, right? Just like the driver, our mind gets direction from spirit in the form of intuition. The horse is our emotions. I love that. And it gets guidance and direction from the driver in the form of those reins of imagination. If our mind is not hooked by imagination and emotion, everything is theory and nothing moves, right? If we're not hooked to the, to the horse, the emotion, through the reins of imagination, all we are is divine intellect doing nothing getting nowhere, going nowhere. The, ca the carriage is just sitting right where it was. And, and, you know, and we've all been there, haven't we? Oh, we have great ideas, but we don't do anything about them, right? We have these great inventions, or we have a great idea for a book, or we have a great idea for a painting, but we don't do anything about it, right? The horse is not hooked up, <laughs> that's what's happening. We're, we're not getting anywhere. It's all theory and no execution. Likewise, if the horse and the reins, imagination and emotion, are running free because they're getting no direction or no plan from individual use of mind, it's, it, it's likely to run us off into a ditch somewhere. The horse is just going off by itself, just doing whatever it wants with no direction. When it's all working in harmony and in balance, we get to live out our highest and best life. We get to live out our, our dreams, our emotions, our goals, because everything is working in harmony. When it's not, 
the temptations can lead us astray. And those temptations, you see them along the pathway, along the path to everywhere. Those are, again, the voice of the world. But the interesting part about that is it's coming from inside the coach. You know, that little backseat driver, the, the fears and the doubts with, uh, within us, they are sent out because there is only this one energy. And what is reflected back to us are those pedestrians, those temptations along the way that can lead us astray. They're our own lowest thoughts right? I can't do this, or I'm not good enough, or, or whatever they happen to be, that can lead us astray. Those temptations are the outpicturing of the voice of error from the back seat, being reflected back to us as conditions, distracting us. So that intuition, that lightning bolt that comes from within it emanates from the heart. It is the heart of us. It is that seed of perfection that nestles within. It never steers us wrong. It always whispers to us of this greater yet to be, the greater yet to be that we are. And it informs the mind, right? It informs our mind, our use of, of universal intelligence, who then guides and directs the emotions through inspiration and imagination to allow us to head toward our goals, our desires, our dreams, the integrated you that you are, you know, and it all starts in the heart. It all starts in the heart because the heart knows, because the heart knows, my friend, the heart knows. Ernest Holmes said this, in cosmic love. He said, God is an eternal presence, an everlasting principle of reality. God and love are synonymous. Love is the cornerstone of the universe, the language which is universal, interpreted to and through every living soul and understood by all. Love will find the solution within itself to every problem, will answer every question. It is the lodestone of life, the center of reality, the heart of the universe, and it ultimately wins and vanquishes any foe. We must locate love and God within our own consciousness. Here, realizing the unity of all love, all life, all truth, and all wisdom. Trust the heart. Listen to the intuition. Allow intellect to guide and direct through emotion, through inspiration, and with faith. You're heading to your greatest dreams and goals realized. Thank you very much.